Everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without dangerous drugs and surgery. Today, we're talking about raising healthy families. We're, we're going into this and in, in from an angle of if you want to be a healthy adult, you have to have been a healthy kid. And if you want to have your kids grow up to be healthy adults, then you need to be very conscious in what you're doing with them right now as kids. Oh, I love it. It's so good. And listen, as a parent, our number one priority is to keep our kids healthy. And what most parents don't realize is that their own health issues today were caused by something that happened when they were a child. So in today's episode of the Max Living Podcast, we're going to give you the tools and the resources you need to raise your children in the healthiest way possible. That's awesome. So a lot of people heard that, or maybe maybe they missed that. Let's repeat that. So a lot of the health problems that adults face today yes. are a result of something that happened to them when they were a child. Yeah, yes, yes. And listen, we talk about this, um, <laughs> a weird sort of like parallel, but we talk about the cumulative effect of like making sure that you're eating like healthy organic meats, right? That when you eat a grass-fed organic cow that versus a cow who has been grazing in a pasture that's been pesticide laden and sprayed with things that there's this cumulative effect that everything it's eating is compiling and, 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 and every single day, those things are piling up and it's growing and it's growing and it's growing. So there can be a toxic load, biotoxic accumulation, biotoxic accumulation. Come on with the big words. I love it. So that's what, that's what happens right in the meat. Well, it's a very similar concept right here with childhood that there's this cumulative effect that your health can have and that these foundational years as children, the things that we're doing to our kids, the things, how we're raising them, how we're, um, the path that we're setting them on in their health, whether we're intentional about it or not, we are setting them down a road that's that what their health is going to look like. And so you're either reading books and you're proactive and you're, you know, making decisions thinking about that and being intentional about it, or it's just kind of haphazard and you're doing what everybody else is doing and you're letting your pediatrician tell you. And I think that's the majority. I think right. the vast majority of parents, um, you know, kids didn't come with an instruction manual. No. And so the vast majority <laughs> of parents, I think, are doing their best, but Absolutely. they're not. They're, um, and this is not a slam to people, but they're not being intentional about certain things. They've never even thought through some of the things we're going to talk about today. Right. So we're going to give you five things that we think you need to walk away with. Okay, but that's so funny. What you just said reminded me. <laughs> it reminded me, you're right. Kids don't come with instruction manuals. Do you remember when we had our first son, when we had Hudson, we, we had him at home, right? The midwife leaves and we look at each other and we're like, so we just get to have a baby? <laughs> like we just get to keep this baby? Nobody's telling us how you take care of a baby. I like, think everybody who has had a child has felt that at some point in time. I mean, like, like literally, like, you just get just, to have like, it. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> I can't remember who it was recently. Someone was like, we just walked right out of the hospital with this kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we walked in, there was two of us when we walked in, there was three of us when we walked out, nobody said a thing. <laughs> nobody said a word. They're like, yep, there you go, just take the baby. <laughs> so our goal is to give you guys five, five areas to be very um, 
to be very, very intentional, to be very focused. So yes. going back to that, that whole phrase, this is what I was hoping that you, you would say, and I like where you went with it. Um, but things that happen to us when we're young create health issues for us when we're older, very simply, one of those is mindsets, how, yes. how we, how we're taught about health Yes, that sticks with you when you're older. Do you run to the medicine cabinet? Do you mm -hmm. treat everything with drugs? Are you reactive? Are you symptom, you know, focused? So that's something that carries with you when you're older. Um, yes. Health and I would say in, in line with that, with exactly what you're saying, if there's a gift that I could give my children, like as an adult, listen, I'm not, we do, we do very well. We're not going to do it perfect. Like our kids are not going to be raised perfectly, right? Like right. In, in terms of health. I mean, my gosh, you know, even the other things that we don't, we don't have to get into everything else, like socially, spiritually, social media, you know, all those things, but just even in terms of health, our kids aren't going to be perfect, but I can say, this is what I'd hang my hat on. I know that we've won, like we did our job, check mark. We won. Thank you. If my kids grow up with a health philosophy that under, that that they understand philosophically how they need to take care of themselves, that they have this um, they have this model of you know they understand the innate power that's inside of them. They have this vitalistic concept. They understand vitalism. They understand that God put a powerful healing thing inside of them. That their body's always conspiring on their behalf. That it's always fighting for them, and that they just need to work alongside those systems and support those systems, and then they're going to be healthy, right? Like I might not set them up. Like every decision might not be perfect, but if I can give them that mindset, exactly what you're talking about, the mindset, then I think that we've won. I'd agree. I think that's one of the biggest things. And and again, that goes through like how do you how do, how does how did your family eat when you were growing up? You know, were you the Kraft macaroni and cheese ramen noodle family? Um what is that going to look like as an adult? Uh you know, the the idea of people like, you know, diabetes runs in my family and the old joke is right. No, you have diabetes in your family because nobody runs in your family. You know, right, are you guys right. active together? Are you the right. go for a hike, go for a walk? Um, do you guys do the evening walk, you know, at night or do you watch two hours of TV? Right. And so these right. are things, but then there are other, other aspects of things that actually happen that physically damage your health. Um, for instance, subluxations from yes. birth or being a kid and playing sports, subluxations of the spine where the vertebra have misaligned. And, and we see this, you know, we x-ray children all the time. Last week, I think we um, saw like, 16 new patients, I think 10 of them were kids. And these kids are already seeing results within the first yes. few visits are seeing relief from conditions that they're having. They're sleeping better. They're digesting food better. They're having more bowel movements, you know, babies, um, less reflux. And these are things that the mom and dad didn't even know existed, but most commonly through the birth process or even sleep positions, car seats, um, that these kids already had subluxations in their spine. Now think about this. If those kids never get adjusted, then they're 40 year old adults. Those subluxations yes. are, are relatively permanent. They've mm -hmm. been there now for 40 years yep. and they're causing major health issues in adults and adults have no idea that that's coming from their kid. How about this one? And that cumulative effect. Were you fully vaccinated as a child? We yes. now know that there are risks long-term with vaccines and, and your health. Right. And that, you know, there there there's no biological free lunch. You always like to say you can't oh, yes. do something and and not, you know, have a price on right. if you know, some things you eat good nutrition, the price is health. Yes. Other things you inject a cumulative load of toxins into your body. Yes. Neurotoxins, nephrotoxins, um, you know, immunotoxins, yes. that latex, formaldehyde, um Whoa. 
Ooh, those don't sound good. No, latex, formaldehyde, uh, uh, erythromycin, like uh, antibiotics, these these chemicals, polysorbate. Um, I don't the, listen. I don't know what a nephrotoxin is, but I don't want it. It's a kid, kidney <laughs> toxin. I don't want it. But these are all these are all chemicals that are commonly in vaccines, right? And we're injecting these chemicals, you know, in, in, to the amount of you know seventy something doses by the time kids are eighteen years old. And that will have an effect. We have seen a huge rise, a huge rise in allergies and asthma as the vaccine schedule increases. There's a large rise in um, in uh, allergies and asthma. Yes. So what we do when we're young absolutely matters for our health when we're older. And if you want to raise children in a healthy way so they become healthy adults, we have five key areas and we're going to talk yes. through each one of these. So number one... Um, is be a healthy parent. Yes. Yes. I love this one. This one's so good to me because we, we used to talk about this. We, we've talked about this on the show before I used to own a CrossFit gym. And when I would sit down in consultations with parents, um, a lot of times, like one of the things that we said is that, listen, there in no place on planet earth is a kid going to sit down and eat asparagus and broccoli and a piece of grilled chicken when his parents or her parents are chowing down on French fries and a Big Mac. Like yep. it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. You, you cannot make like the choices that you make have a cascading effect in your family. Right. And so when you're sitting down and you're, you have that, you know, wild caught salmon and, yeah. or you have those, 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 uh, organic, you know, vegetables and you have this grass fed beef and the choices that you're making are wonderful choices. And there's literally nothing in your house. I always say I feel bad for the babysitters that come over and watch our kids because there's no snacks at our house. There's we no got junk food. nothing. There's no junk food. We're like, hey, if you get hungry, there's some carrot sticks in the fridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I do. But listen, it's because they're it's the environment that they live in. And so our kids are very used to it. They don't feel like they're, a, you know, sad or they're not like feeling left out. And there's occasionally there's times where we, you know, make different choices and we, you know, they have cheap meals or they have stuff where they're, you know, exploring things. I, one that, of my pet peeves is honestly, and, and again, I'm not, you know, not, to, but when we go to church, it's like they're constantly week after week yes. after week trying to cram candy down our kids' throats and our kids are not used to it. They're, no, they're not used to it. And luckily we have a schooling environment where there's not, there's not food rewards like, yeah. you know, in the school that our, our kids go to. So they are, they're not used to, you know, saying like, Hey, you got that answer, right? Here's a piece of candy for it. You know? So it's, it's just a very different environment. So you have to be very aware that your kids are not going to outpace your decisions. Yeah. So number one, be a healthy parent means that part of your job is to teach your children about healthy food. Yes. And the way you do that best is by being an example and eating healthy food. People will come in to our office frequently and they're like, I just cannot get my kids to eat anything healthy. And then I'm right. like, all right, you want me to help you out with that? Yeah. Do me a favor. I want you to log everything you eat for the next 10 days. And they're like, no, no, no. I, no it's my kids. No, I can't no, get no. My, this isn't about me. <laughs> I can't get my kids to eat healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I want you to log everything you eat for the next 10 days. And it's atrocious. It's right. atrocious. Mom and dad right. aren't eating healthy. That's why your kids aren't eating healthy. It's not that your kids won't eat vegetables. It's that you don't eat vegetables. <laughs> yes, they yeah. learned it from yeah. somewhere. And right, right. so yeah, are there nuances to this? Sure. sure. Like we, sure. we read a book called Super Nutrition for Babies. Um, Great book. And one of the things we learned is being careful about introducing foods when our kids were younger yes. that were too sweet. You know, very commonly parents will give their babies when they start eating edible food, sweet potatoes, bananas, bananas. 
you know, yes. stuff like that. I see these kids come in all the time. They're eating the little dehydrated banana wafers, yes, um, rice yeah. puffs. That stuff's yeah. the worst thing you could possibly feed Cereals. an infant yep. because you're getting them hooked on yep. foods that either are sugar or break down and turn into sugar. Our kids, when we read that book, Super Nutrition for Babies, they were eating things like peas and asparagus and, and avocado, avocado yep. and things that were either slightly bland and or maybe bitter right. because that's the time to introduce kids to it so that they don't develop that palate of sweetness. So, right. you know, here, here's the reality is if you're a parent with a newborn, then you get an opportunity to start from scratch with this. But if you're a parent, you're like, oh, I, pff, I already screwed it up. I guess no. <laughs> My kids, kid's five. It's over. <laughs> kids aren't going to starve. Right, um, right. They will eat eventually. There is nothing wrong, in my opinion, with a child missing a meal, you know, if they have to. Yeah. Um, and we're not talking about a lot. We're not talking about, yeah, we're not talking about starving. But, but we're talking about like you, you're, you're going to eat that. Right. But here's the thing. If you're a parent and you're not doing it, they're not going to do it right. either. The second principle about this is my kids, my kids won't eat anything but snack food and junk food. Well, who's buying the snack food and junk food? <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? It's It's right. like... Those shows on TV when when they have these people who are like morbidly obese and they're, right. they haven't even left their house and they're like, it's like, how is that person eating? They can't even get off the couch. Who's bringing them 62 hot dogs? Right, right. Right? Like yeah. there comes a point at which somebody's got to take responsibility. And for kids, that's you as a parent. Right. Stop buying the junk. The easiest way to quit smoking, like as an adult, don't buy cigarettes. Right, right. Right? Like, right. And then you like that solves the problem. Like you can't right. smoke cigarettes if you don't have cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. Your kids can't eat junk food if you don't have junk food in, in the, the pantry. House. Right. Right. It's so, just not there. You just you couldn't eat it if you wanted to. Right. It's absolutely not there. And listen, I I love this before because I've heard you say it before. And that's that like if God felt like, hey, your kids are going to make great food choices. Like he wouldn't have given them parents to make food choices for them, yeah. right? Like there there is a do not abdicate your responsibility as a parent that you need to help these shepherd, these kids in their food choices and in their health and in their life and set them up for a lifetime of success with their yeah, health. Yeah, the context of that was, it was a really good friend of ours. We did a, a Raising Healthy Families talk and she was like, how do I get my kids to make better choices with their food? And I'm like, they're kids. They're not going to make better choices right. with their food. Right. They put the wrong shoes on the wrong feet every day, even though they know that they're supposed to curve in, not out. Right. And they still think... <laughs> They're picking the right way. Right. So they also eat boogers. So the, yeah. So the answer to that question was if your kids, if your three year old was fully capable of making um, well educated, uh, good food choices at three years old, um, then he would have less of a need for a parent. <laughs> right. And God felt like you needed to be their parent because they make poor food choices. Right. And so you need to make those decisions for them. Kids don't get to make food choices. Right. Like right. that's just plain and simple. Right. We, we had a son that he, um, his first experience of realizing that the way we eat is a little weird compared to the general public is he loved things like sauerkraut. He loved pickles. He loved these. And seaweed. He would, seaweed. Yeah. A dehydrated seaweed. He would bring these things for lunch and kids would make fun of them because they were eating, you know, Lunchables and Gushers. Um, I don't even think they make those anymore. Uh, you know, fruit, fruit <laughs> yeah. snacks and fruit and by the foot. What 80s fruit, fruit can we name? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but I will say that, yes, he, he was weird. He was considered weird in that context, but I will say that we do allow them a certain amount of autonomy within like all of our kids get to choose one vegetable that they don't like. 
Because let's be yeah. real. Like but, as human beings, there's probably a vegetable that you don't I, like. I hate watermelon. I don't yeah. eat watermelon. I think it's disgusting. I think all melons should be removed <laughs> from the planet. I'm just not a melon fan. I think it's a texture thing. It's not the flavor. Right, right. Um, you're missing out at a good summer barbecue. But listen, that's on you. And you're you're an adult. You can choose that. If you don't want to so, eat a watermelon, that's fine. Like so it's not the end of the world. One of our kids, his is squash. Yep. Another one of our kids, his is asparagus. He yes. hates, hates asparagus. Yes. Um, so they have one vegetable that they're allowed to not like, and yes. that's allowed to, and then and then when they go to, like, they'll say, well, I don't like this either. It's like, nope, you get one, buddy. You get one. <laughs> you get to pick one, and that's your one. So right. that's number one. You have to lead by example and be a healthy parent. Um, scripturally, the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should walk. When they're old, they won't depart from it. So remember, who's training them? You are. How are you, you training are. them? By example. Number two, have a health doctor. Yes. So like your pediatrician is not a health doctor. Right. They're a sick doctor. Right. You know, your family doctor is not a health doctor. Here, here's how you know. Every time you go to them, it's because you are what? Sick. Sick. <laughs> right. Right. And any type of treatment, any type of treatment that they do doesn't make you more healthy. Right. Right. If you give drugs to a healthy person, it makes them sick. So if your doctor is pushing drugs and if you are going to a doctor only when you're sick, that's not a health doctor. So you got to find a health doctor. Who's a, who's a great health doctor? Chiropractors. Yep. Your max chiropractors, living chiropractor. Your max living chiropractor. Yep. Who else? Uh, a naturopath. Right. Who else? Um, you know, there's nutritionists. Right. Um, so here's the reality is our offices are pretty comprehensive. So we tackle many of these areas. And we can even do on your older kids, do a lot of functional testing on them. Right. Um, but first and foremost, get them adjusted. The research on chiropractic, we've gone over in the last several episodes. We talked about ear infections and fevers. And we talked about how your kids getting adjusted regularly, like bare minimum every two weeks. Bare minimum. Yes. Um, our kids get adjusted weekly. Right. That your kids getting adjusted on a regular basis, make sure that their body is always functioning and healing well, the immune system is strong, that they're digesting food well, they sleep better. The benefits of children under chiropractic care is huge. But here's the thing. Have a doctor that's doctoring you in health that is doing things that have a net positive gain on the body right. every time it happens. Chiropractic adjustments, they're nothing but good. There's no, there's no bad side effects. Right, right. Eating, you know, a doctor who's prescribing a nutrition plan for your family, there's not going to be a negative side effect. Right. Taking the right supplements that support health, there's not going to be a negative side effect. Right. And that, there's not a negative side effect of taking 5,000 IUs of vitamin D every day. Right. And listen, I think that what you're saying right there also bleeds into what you just mentioned, which is point number three, and that's follow a nutrition plan. So point number two, have a health doctor, right? If you want to win in your health, you need to have a guide. You need to have a doctor who's guiding you through that. Someone who's walking with you, who's holding your hand, who's teaching you information, who's alongside you, supporting your family. Number three, follow a nutrition plan. That, that guide probably has a nutrition plan. Yeah. So frequently I'll ask people, what do you, what is your nutrition plan for your family? I don't ask them, what do you, how do you guys eat or what do you eat? Like I, I just say, what is your nutrition plan for your family? And they're like, well, we, and they start telling me all the things that they kind of try to do or whatever. But it becomes really clear that there's no actual plan. Right. So if, if you're like, wait a minute, what does that mean? Every single human being, if I said, tell me your retirement plan. Right. Very clearly, the people who are going to have money when they're retired yes. are the ones who are saying, 
oh, I save X, Y, and Z. I right. invest it like this, blah, 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 blah. The ones who will have zero money when they retire are the ones who are like, oh, I try to kind of put away a little bit of money here and there or whatever that. <laughs> no, I save things up not, until I want to buy something and then I spend it. <laughs> yeah, that's not a plan. <laughs> right. That's not right. a plan. And so when I ask pa- patients, you know, what is your nutrition plan? Almost never do I hear an answer of like, here's our plan. Right. In max living offices, that answer, ideally what we want it to be for you and what it should be for you is we have two nutrition plans to right. pick from. Only two. Yep. The one is what healthy families should do. It's called the core plan. Yes. And the other one is called the advanced plan. And that's what sick people should do right. to get back to being healthy. Right. And right. so if you have a condition or anything like that or a diagnosis or you're taking medication or anything, chances are you should be on the advanced plan yes. for a, a period in time until you get your health under control. And then the core plan is what every healthy family should do. So here's what the answer to that question sounds like. If I say, hey, what's your nutrition plan for your family? We follow the core plan. And what they mean by that is we only eat pasture-raised and wild-caught organic meats. Yep. We don't use bad fats nope. like margarine or bad oils. We use healthy fats. Um, we only eat clean carbohydrates, so we avoid sugar and processed you know, uh, foods that contain uh, lots of processed carbohydrates. Yep. Uh, white bread, Wonder Bread, et cetera. And we, uh, lastly, we try to uh, avoid toxicity. We try to minimize toxins. We don't buy packaged snack foods and junk foods and our kids don't eat sugar. And it's like, wow, that's a, that's a really awesome plan. It's very straightforward. And then if there's any time where we, if there's something that pops up and we need to course correct, then we would move to the advanced plan for whatever period of time we need to. And um, if there's a condition or if there's something that we're facing or up against, we know what to yeah. do. Like and the whole family eats the core plan. Now, if mom's struggling yes. with a thyroid issue, mom might eat an advanced plan. Right. But the standard is the whole family eats the core plan. Yep. Um, unless, you know, maybe the whole family needs to eat the advanced plan for a while. Right, right. Um, There's sometimes when we come home from a vacation where we've had a lot of cheat meals and we got we have to get back on course and we are, we're tight on the advanced plan for the next few weeks because it needs to. everyone does it as a right. family. Very rarely do you see, um, you know, an overweight kid without an overweight parent. Absolutely. You know, very, I mean, and again, I'm not. It just is what it is. Like right, it, we right. very rarely see that. So you, you have to do this together as a family. Absolutely. Number four, be an active family. Yes. It's so good. What are your weekends look like? What are your evenings look like? What are, what are the hobbies that you guys have as a family? Is it like, are you guys TV and movie junkies and like, you know, love video games and uh, is I it mean, a lot of we, sedentary? We have patients who said that to us, like we love movies. We watch a lot of movies as a family. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But you also, if that's the case and you spend a lot of couch time, you also need to be a We Love Walks family. Yes, yes. Or there a, needs to be a balance. when you we look love at, Max T3 family. Like we, we love, love high T3, intensity right. interval training as right. a family. Right. Like our kids know that they have a morning routine. Every morning, it looks like calisthenics. It looks like if you if you go on um, if you go on Netflix and watch that um, JFK presidential fitness routine documentary, um, their morning fitness routine is based off of that. So they know they get up, they have a certain fitness routine that they do. Um, they're used to it and, and that's just one of the things, but it's, it's just a, it's, it's, um, I don't want to call it ceremonious, but it's just routine in our house, right? That they like, they're used to that's the routine that they have. So when you look at our families, you know, top five or top 10 things that we love to do together, 
probably seven of the top 10 are very active things. They're sports, they're walks, they're park trips, they're, they're things like that. And then there's a few things that, yeah, like we do like to sit around and, and, and watch a movie together from time to time. But generally speaking, um, we love to be an active family. Yeah, absolutely. We go on a lot of walks in the afternoon. We take the dogs. Um, Ashley and I, Ashley works out at home and she works out every day for bare minimum 30 minutes at home. Um, the kids frequently will work out with her yes. and be in the same room with her, especially our daughter. Yes. Because um, when mom's doing it every day, just, you know, at a certain point, it becomes attractive to want to be in there hanging out with mom and doing right. push-ups and doing they whatever. They stumble their right way into workouts all the time, right? And Which is great. I, I train in the in the gym and I right now I power lift three days a week and I do some other stuff. I'm going to start taking Hudson with me powerlifting this summer because he has really expressed an interest in it after I right. showed him a few videos of me powerlifting. Right. But um, very frequently we, you know, are, are out hiking and doing things. We're a very, very, very active family. Um, we love movies. The kids love video games. They like these other things, but they know that um, we are an active family. And so right. when we say, hey, time to turn off the video games, let's go. We're going to go for a walk. Um, you know, that's, that's something they actually enjoy doing a lot too. So right, and very most of our it. vacations revolve around doing active things yes. also. You know, yes. whether it's camping or we're going to Yellowstone coming up, we're going to be doing a lot of hiking. Yes. Those are all things like we try to make our, our, you know, even beach vacations, like we're out on the beach, we're playing, we're outside the whole time. Yes. Um, everything that we do is, is designed around being an active, a physically fit family. Absolutely. So that's number four. And I would just say, get creative and do it as a family. Um, I have a family that's a Hispanic family from uh, Ecuador in my office and we were talking about this one time and they were just, you know, kind of talking about fitness, et cetera. And I just said, uh, you know, what you guys need to do is start doing max T3 together. Um, you know, dad, mom would love it. And then uh, their son plays soccer, uh, their daughter, um, posturally, she has a scoliosis. So posturally, she just needed to strengthen up some things. So they started doing max T3 as a family. And it's just amazing. Like dad has gotten kind of shredded and he's in great shape. It's so good. The daughter's posture is looking better because she's getting stronger around that um, skeleton and around that spine. And so she, her posture is looking improved. The son, you know, his, his, uh, his, uh, thighs look like tree trunks now oh, so you know, he's a soccer player and, and they're fit together as a family it's really cool just a couple of years have passed now and I remember asking them you know just recently like what they do for fun as a family and they're like well one of our favorite things is doing you know max t3 and I'm like you guys still do that together like oh yeah it. every day we do max t3 together as a family it's so good if what you don't know what Max T3 is, go on Max Living's um, website. And yes. it's our fitness routine that our doctors have designed um, for our patients. And so it's just a, um, a, a hormone-based fitness routine that's high interval training that anybody can do at any level. And it's designed to be done every day, 15 minutes a day. And that's what we encourage our patients to do because it's what keeps them not only fit, but it also keeps um, their spine protected and their body strong to support a healthy chiropractic care. And we found that my, our kids love it as well. Um, and that brings us to the last point, number five, and that is maintain your curiosity about health. And I love this one because there's always there always needs to be something that's future paced, right? You're always looking at like the next goal or, or the next, you know, the next piece. And if you're, if you're not looking at the next thing, then you're stopped. And you're like, there's, there's not, there's not a lot of things that um, you're either moving forward, you're either progressing or you're digressing. And so this is keeping you progressing in your life. That the fact is, is that um, there's some things that just remain true and that, and 
there's so many principles that we teach in health that just remain true for all time. And like, if you're following, um, if you follow traditional medical model, if you were listening, like, you know, in the eighties and the nineties, they talked about margarine was what you had to eat, right. Or, or don't eat the egg whites or don't eat the egg yolks just because that'll give you high cholesterol, just eat the egg whites. And now we've seen this giant shift in the studies and you know, those things. And you came back to this position where it's like, Oh no, now it's this again. And there was always, there's always something like trendy or something happening. And one of the beautiful things about what we teach our patients is there's nothing trendy. There's just principles that are true and they stay true for a lifetime. And as long as you're maintaining curiosity about like about your health and about what you need to be doing in your health. Well, being a lifelong learner, yes. I think is a big part of the, the thing. And, you know, your max living doctors, I can promise you are always ahead of the curve when it comes to health. We have been, um, chiropractors in general are, but max living doctors are just healthier than your general chiropractors. Yes. I would argue as, as a group. And so your max living doctors are always ahead of the curve. They're talking about things 10 years before anybody else is talking about them. If you want to have a healthy family, stay plugged in. Our healthiest families come to the most events. Yep. You know, we, we have patients frequently, they'll be like, Hey, are you coming to uh, the heart health workshop coming up next month? And they're like, uh, I think I went to that last year. And I'm like, well, first of all, if you think you went to it, you didn't retain a lot. And number two, um, information on how to keep your heart healthy, it changes every year. Right. And we're bringing you the best of the best of the best. And, you know, it, it's all about you and your family learning together. So um, we're constantly plugging patients into events because we know that the more events they come to, the healthier they are. Yes, that's so good. Yep. The longer you stay, the better it gets. In summary, number one, be a healthy parent. Set a great example. Number two, have a health doctor. We would love to be that doctor. Number three, follow a nutrition plan. We recommend the core plan. Number four, be an active family, exercise together. And number five, maintain your curiosity about health. Be lifelong learners when it comes to your health. If you're looking for help in these areas, we would love to partner with you. You can go to www.alignhealthcenter.com and schedule a new patient appointment for you or your family there. Also, you're welcome to give us a call at 513-777-7575. Until next week, this is Align Your Health on 55KRC Detox Station. And now I see the sunrise.